This presentation is from UX Australia 2018, held in Melbourne. For more presentations, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. Right. Okay, so I'm Felicity. I'm an experienced designer, and I'm also the design director of Born Digital. So what I'm going to talk to you today about is what do X Benedict and UX have in common? So being a chef is a mindset, an art, a way of thinking, a way of planning and preparing that still allows for creativity and changing direction. Could not the same be said of a designer? You could say making eggs with a bit of bread and sauce is pretty simple, not like creating an optimal user experience. Making a great eggs benedict consists of three key components, planning, preparation, and practice. Exactly the same components go into creating a great UX project too. Behind me on the screen is only one example of a recipe for X Benedict. The variations are endless. There is no wrong or right way, like UX. Admittedly, some recipes might taste better than others, likewise with the user experience. A recipe typically states what is going to be made, how long it takes to make, the preparation and cooking, and how many serves, the ingredients, and the method. To meet your customer's expectation, you have to have hot, buttered and toasted English muffins, warm, crispy bacon, perfectly poached eggs, and a warm, creamy, unbroken hollandaise sauce, all ready at the same time. No wonder most people don't make it themselves. But it is possible, though, through a careful orchestration of time, and cooks are ruthlessly honest about time, about how their workspace is arranged, and perfecting movements, all to save time and energy. Execution is unique to the individual. Planning is not about writing long lists. It's about determining what needs preparation, where a more detailed step approach is needed, as opposed to what is more commonplace. Individually or in a team, it's about efficiencies, determining where and on what you need to spend the time. Not every recipe requires mise en place. In culinary terms, there are three general categories of recipes requiring this approach. Fast-moving sautés, so think stir-fries or fried rice. The majority of baking project, projects, cakes, souffles, etc. And thirdly, anything that intimidates you. Now, intimidate might not be the right word, but I'm guessing that most of us have felt uncomfortable at some time or another when presented with a brief or a project that appears daunting, whatever aspect it might be. Timeline, scale, resources, the understanding, the context. Mise en place is more than sticking all the hollandaise ingredients into a blender and switching it on. It is the deliberate planning and iteration required to know at what point in time to blend the sauce whilst keeping an eye on the bacon, the eggs, and the toasted muffins. Mise en place is designed to calm the mind and maximize efficiencies, but it takes a lot of invisible, hard, and often inefficient work to do that. Applying this to your project is to reread the brief, or in some cases actually create one, 
and highlight and clarify any questions and assumptions. Then work backwards from the deliverables and the deadline, calculating and estimating in your, and allowing contingency time. It is also about having confidence in your approach. How many times has it been suggested to you that wouldn't it be quicker to go straight to software prototyping rather than pen and paper first? Preparation. It's all about making sure that all the ingredients are available in the correct quantities and all the equipment required is easily accessible. Preparation includes sequencing of tasks and actions, knowing when to, what to start first and finishing one before starting another. A chef doesn't multitask. Each action takes place in order and is finished before moving on to the next task. A practice chef doesn't panic, but exercises a calm mind to calm their movements. When you've fully planned how you want to work and having engaged your key stakeholders, you need to prepare. Here it is about ensuring focus on each task at a time. For instance, if you decide that three user flows are required, rather than trying to complete them all in tandem, focus on one first and then each in turn. I tend to start with what I perceive to be the simplest first, but there is no right or wrong approach. Practice. A chef is always aware of what is happening around them and balances that internally. They remain focused and open at all times. Communication is essential, repeating what has been said to ensure understanding. A chef continually inspects and corrects their work and invites feedback. They know excellent requires vigilance. Before and during the design phase, planned playback sessions give the opportunity for decision making and feedback to occur. These separate steps ensure there are no unwelcome surprises for your stakeholders. The more understanding of the context around a project and the problem to be solved, the easier it is to translate detail and complexity into simplicity. Iteration, attention to detail and feedback is essential for continual improvement. Sketching out the problem often helps. There is a Japanese chef who draws on a plate what he is going to create. So in, go in summary, <clears throat> going straight to design is like pouring hollandaise sauce over scrambled eggs or over uncooked bacon and eggs. The first is a mess and the second attractive but inedible. A UX practitioner designs for fit for purpose and function over aesthetics. Planning, preparation and practice are the keys to setting up for success. I couldn't resist it. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening to this presentation from UX Australia 2018. For more presentations, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.